Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 278. We're talking about the No Call No Show. This is episode one of Tableside Volume 3. We're really getting into the hiring process horror stories. I'm excited to bring in Sierra Janice to talk a little bit on the topic. Sierra, good to see you. Hi, good to see you as well. I would say professionalism has completely been lost even when it comes to the type of ad that you put out or how you look for the people that want to work for you. I've seen the professionalism fail in the interview process, in the ad process, or even in the process of me just walking in and asking if you're hiring. To be honest, in my 12 years of being in the industry, the only time I've had to interview is at one place and only that one place. And the interview was like five to 10 minutes, didn't really ask me anything concerning my resume, barely even looked at it. But my very first time of being within the industry, I had no idea that I had to go in, makeup done, hair done, look like you're ready to play from the beginning. Otherwise, they're not even gonna waste their time. I found it out because the manager's like, listen, you just turned 21, so I'm gonna give you a bit of advice. Men will hire you based on what you're wearing and how you look. If you don't look like you can sell me, then I'm not going to waste my time in hiring you. Whenever they had something where the TV crews would be around or there was someone coming to interview the high-powered chef that everyone wanted to talk to and all of that, guess who wasn't scheduled? I was never around for any photo apps, any video or anything where they would be on TV. Everyone else would be around, but the one black girl working there would not. So you're not only having to deal with sexist and then racist issues on top of that, and then being put in a corner in that situation, that, that layer, that takes a lot of forethought. Somebody has to think through the whole process to make sure that they're image clearly they don't understand image at all is upheld in some way because you know those places are making sure there's lots of attractive people around that people are looking sharp but they decided that for them they will you have managers that will tell someone hey don't do this for this person because i don't want this to happen And most of the time it either had to do with what you were wearing that day, how you looked that day, or just the simple fact that it's the color of your skin. I don't even think that it has anything to do with them not seeing that the loyalty is there. They see that the loyalty is there. They just end up overworking those that are loyal or mistreating those are loyal. And when you do both of those things, that is how you end up having a higher turnover rate because a person wants to actually enjoy themselves when they go to work. If they wanted to be miserable, they'd work in corporate America, but they chose not to be miserable and they realized, hey, I don't want that. 
So if you've already gotten someone that said, I don't want to be miserable in an office job. That's not for me. I want to do this. You already know that they will have some sense of loyalty. Yep. So yep. why did you ruin it? <laughs> I, I think I think about this. It's one of the places where I personally have brought the most value and and siphoned the most value is that hard work and bringing value to people through hard work is something absolutely people are looking for. So when I was a good leader, it's because I recognized that it's my job to create space to empower and uplift the people that have chosen to, to work with me. And every mm -hmm. single time that I've failed, it's because I took them for granted, thought they were lucky to be here. And there's such a slippery slope there that people have to be recognizing. If you are not bringing value to the people that work with you at every moment, all the time and checking in with them personally, it doesn't matter what the metrics say on how successful your restaurants are. You, you're building a castle on top of clay pots. There's no chance that that's gonna survive the long term because the shit always hits the fan. And then you're wondering why people say, nope, enough is yep. enough. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.